Hi, Hi Divine Darlings. Darlings. Welcome back to The Queen's Mentality. I'm Lakisa. And I'm Irene. And, and we're, we're Fem Entity. Entity. So Fem Entity is a source for your self-care, empowerment, and community. We help you find ways to balance your divine, feminine, and masculine energy. Before we get into it, we do have a couple of announcements. If you're new here and you want to continue working on your self-discovery journey or you want to know what we're all about, we have a membership waitlist in our bio on Instagram. That's at fem.entity on Instagram and we'd love to have you join. If you're a small business or a consultant, especially a local one to Halifax, join our directory. So you can go join that from our Instagram page in our bio. And lastly, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube, so go enjoy all of our wonderful episodes there. And let's get to it. Today we're going to talk about building a healthy relationship with indulgence and how that honors your feminine energy. Yes, so there is a fine line between self-indulgence and self-control. We're told to treat yourself, which I am a very strong advocate for. Oh, yes. <laughs> and more is better mentality. That reminds me of America. <laughs> like just upsize everything get that extra fries <laughs> and a milkshake to boot but then on the flip side we're also told oh like keep it together mm -hmm. and too much of a good thing is a bad thing mm -hmm. so like we always say it's all about balance finding the peace so we're really big on feminine masculine energy on our previous topics we've talked about our higher self and ego and finding the balance with that finding the balance within learning of yourself and it's the same thing when it comes to self-indulgence and self-control mm -hmm. so what does it mean to be indulgent Ooh, so in society, what we're told, it's the act of overdoing or overenjoying a particular thing. You, you've eaten 20 cupcakes and you have indulged to the max. That's what it is. But Webster Dictionary, this is from a uh, solid source, folks. Um, it's the practice, that's right, the practice of allowing enjoyment of whatever is desired. So you are working on allowing yourself to enjoy. It's not... I like that definition better. Me too, right? It's not just oh, I've indulged because I just fulfilled my whole stomach. Mm -hmm. It's you are allowing yourself to enjoy what you're fulfilling for your desires. And self-indulgence would be the excessive or unrestrained gratification of one's own appetites, desires, or whims. So whatever it is that you're desiring in that moment at that time, doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're at work, you just go and do it. Uber Eats could be your best friend. The dollar store could be right next door. One time I was at my university job and my friend and I were working, but we really wanted donuts. <laughs> and she was like the devil on my shoulder. I was like, oh, I really am craving these donuts. And she's like, should we just go get donuts? And I was like, I will if you will. And we left work to get <laughs> the donuts. That is self-indulgence. <laughs> Let me tell you the amount of times that I Snapchat Kisa and go, should I buy it? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> She, without even a hesitation, she goes, did you put your card on yet? <laughs> that is indulgence. And that's, we're, we're feeling okay. We're not saying it, oh, I just spent money. No, we, we treated ourselves. That's okay. okay. To be a little bit indulgent sometimes. We just got to find that balance. Yeah, exactly. So what is indulgent behavior? Indulgent behavior is characterized by the tendency to give in to the wish or the desire. So how often are you giving in? Mm -hmm. So that is the kind of 
work that you need to do in self-reflecting yourself. Are you self-indulgent? Do you have an indulgent behavior? This could also kind of meld with an addictive personality, but we're not gonna go into that too deep. Um, but it's really, are you leaning too much into that? And the feminine energy loves luxury. It loves indulgence. Are you leaning too much in your feminine energy? And you might need to restrain back and, to, and have some practical ma masculine energy back in your system. It's that balance we're kind of seeing. So what is self-control? So self-control is restraint exercise over one's own impulses, emotions, and desires. So we see that conflict back and forth between self-control and self-indulgent as self-indulgent is the practice of enjoying whatever we desire and self-control is restraining the impulses and emotions of our desires. So it's really just about finding the balance of the restraint and the giving in. Mm -hmm. So actually, according to a study done in 2020, so very recently, uh, by Catherine, I'm going to butcher these names, I apologize, Katharina Bernecter and Daniela Decker from the University of Switzerland stated that indulging ourselves sometimes is fundamental to a happy life as self-control is. You heard it here first, folks. That was a statistic, honey. So it's just as important to indulge yourself as it is to control yourself as well. Exactly. So then you don't feel that guilt or you don't feel bad about indulging. You can say, okay, I did that and that was great. I took that vacation and I needed it and mm. I deserved it. Exactly. Yeah. So those with high self-control find indulgence often difficult as their thoughts are always disrupting their enjoyment. That one hits me on the head to a T. Because, really? Yeah, I did not allow in university and high school. It was work and no play. What about now? Oh, we are all play. <laughs> so we're over. finding the balance. <laughs> we are still finding balance. And see, it's okay to be a work in progress. It's part of yeah, enjoying that's life. That's just real. That's just real life. Yeah. So those with high self-indulgence might find it hem empty or unsatisfying. If you're always if you're having that vice or you're you're feeling a certain type of way and you're overindulging yourself, you're eating, you're overexercising, you're not giving your time to control yourself, you're just giving into your urges, then those urges might end up just feeling empty or or less satisfying after a while. Yeah, you want to give yourself the space so that you can appreciate when you do indulge. Like I mm -hmm. mentioned before, my happy place is the beach. But if I'm at the beach every single day, am I going to still appreciate it as much? Am exactly. I going to still appreciate all the little pieces of beauty and mm -hmm. that, that relaxation that I get from it? Or am I just going to be like, ah, well, I've been here before. Yeah. You've seen the beach. You've seen a wave. Yeah. <laughs> so the more that we resist or lean into our, our vices, the further away from balance that we are. So if we're going to one way or to another, we're, actually, we're still not finding balance. We're just overcompensating one way or another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you are someone with an indulgent behavior, there are some questions that we have for, me, for you that you're welcome to reflect on with us. And these are some questions that we also took time to reflect on ourselves that we will also talk to you too. So are you finding yourself spending hours doing one thing and neglecting other areas of your life? Guilty. Mm -hmm. What are they? With the Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Just the binge watching. What's your go-to binge show though right now? Um, for a while, it was Queen of the South. Yeah. It was just like this bad bitch who yeah. ended up going from like 
being the victim of a drug cartel to running it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, a good show. Yeah, I was binging that for a while, but I also binge, like, Queer Eye because it's a really feel-good show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that one, too. But then spending and looking up and seeing that it's 10 o'clock and I've done nothing from the time that <laughs> I got home to the time I have to go to bed, a little indulgent. Yeah, we, we indulged a little, but that's okay. It's, it's about acknowledging, right? We're not putting judgment on ourselves. We're acknowledging, oh... We just self-indulge in Netflix. That's okay. Exactly. Every day is a new day. Every day is a new time to start fresh. Hmm. Hmm. So even after you indulge, so you find yourself thinking, I still don't feel good. This just isn't enough or I'm missing something. Do you find yourself thinking that ever? I, yeah. Actually, there was a point in the university where I would turn to uh, buying anything on the sale rack. Oh, just yeah. anything. Huh? Just and and I kid you not, anything, <laughs> anything. If it was another pair of pants that I looks like slightly like the things I have, and I think I need it, but I really don't need it, mm-hmm. or it's another thing of jewelry, it's another set of something. I would just if I had a really bad day on university, or I just I hated the mark I got. All of a sudden, I would find myself on a bus and I would be in Halifax Shopping Center. <laughs> just black out and, and wake up in Halifax Shopping Center. And then all of a sudden, I'd have three things. I'm at a cash register and I'm like, oh, I feel better, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I'd go home and then obviously I'd show off these new pieces I got. And then I'm like, hmm, I still have to face that thing that I'm upset about. Right. It's not enough. It's a temporary blockage of yeah. indulgence. Doesn't fix it. No, exactly. So, are you aware of why you turn to your habit? I know mine. Why? Definitely because I want a distraction. Most yeah. of, I know most of the things I do is because I don't want to face whatever I'm supposed to face. Exactly. I feel like especially when you're in school and you're always receiving feedback about your work and like mm-hmm. what you need to improve, what you need to fix, it can make you feel like you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. So, you do something that feels good. Yeah, exactly. To try to compensate. Because if you do something that feels good, well, you aren't good enough then. But then you still have to face those. And that was something that, um, especially, so in one of my classes, a majority of it was presentations. So I found myself always buying new clothes, didn't need these new clothes, and then still feeling like, eh, after the presentation. Because mm-hmm. just nice new clothes. For me, I think it was just a procrastination thing. Yeah. Of like, you're watching Netflix instead <laughs> of doing what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you conscious of what you are thinking or feeling before you indulge? Uh, I would say no. I was not, no. I think you just kind of dive into it because you're trying to not be conscious of it. (laughs) Like, that's kind of the point. Yeah, the whole thing happens and you're just like, (gasps) and then all of a sudden, mall. Yeah. (laughs) Or Netflix, or you just, you put on music and you just sit there, or you take a really long nap. Or you're just, you're just eating. You're just eating your whole fridge. Yeah, that was also another big thing that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's ways that we just kind of decide to ignore what's happening. But I don't think while you're, you know, watching Netflix and stuffing your face, you're really thinking of what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of the reaction to it. Exactly, yeah. But then you can always reflect on it after and be like, okay, well, that happened. <laughs> that that so did happen. why did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, can you label the feelings you are experiencing right before you turn to your vice? I can after I've done the vice. After the vice. 
And this is the tricky part of trying to like catch yourself before you turn to the vice, mm -hmm. because if you continuously see your own patterns, then you can start help. I won't say fix yourself, helping yourself to catch that pattern before it it spirals. Because really, our reactions is just our own patterns as we've grown into our adult selves. Absolutely, I think this is definitely a question you want to ask if you're in that growth period and you're looking to. Um, move away from indulge, overindulging, I'll mm -hmm. say, because indulging isn't the problem. It's overindulging. Yes. That's the issue. So if you can identify the pattern of like, this is what I do when I'm trying to escape from this, or this is what I do when I'm procrastinating, this is what I do when I feel bad, mm -hmm. then maybe you can catch yourself when you're, when you're opening the fridge. You're like, okay, wait, <laughs> hold on. You're about to tap that credit card. Am I doing this for the right reason? Exactly. Yeah. And it takes time. We always say it takes time and patience, but by like piece of journaling or just working through it, acknowledging why we still feel like we're missing something or why something has become a habit and our emotions and listening to our body, it all builds to understanding that self-control and self-indulgence. Exactly. So self-control keeps us aligned with our long-term goals mm -hmm. and it guides us to positive health outcomes and helps us to achieve those goals. Yeah, living a life with self-control is a process and it's, it's commitment. A process, and it's, right. not, it's not a bad thing. Having self-control is good. It's okay. So when you are feeling in those moments that you are overindulging, just ask yourself, just mm -hmm. take one pause and ask yourself, what am I trying to avoid? Mm -hmm. What am I trying to numb? What yeah. is that emotion that I'm trying to numb? Become aware of your unpleasant feelings. It takes time. It takes patience with yourself and it takes work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're not ready for that work. Maybe you need to continue this pattern until one day you need you just are like this is enough enough is enough yeah but I, if you get there that's what's important i did hear uh, uh advice one time is uh, when she's had enough we'll know and it was kind of along the track of like when a girlfriend has this constant ex that she keeps going back to and you're like when will this cycle end mm -hmm. when she's done everyone will know mm -hmm. when she's done. We can't make a person get to that point faster. You have to get to that point of realization on your own. And that takes self-control. It takes time. Mm -hmm. um, but be willing to uncover the root cause of your negative behaviors. So if you're sitting there and you're, you're faced with why are you feeling numb and you don't know why, Go down the path of where did it start? What is the origin of the numbing behavior? Where did you see the numbing behavior before that made you think that that was the next correct way to respond? Yeah, I think numb is something that you feel after you've already done something like so many times. It reminds me of that quote from Chloe after Tristan was cheating on her all the time, <laughs> she said, oh, you just kind of become numb to it after it happened so many times, which is really sad. It so is sad. usually if you're numbing something, it's because you're in a, it's coming from a dark place. It is. Yeah. So maybe unpack that and try to get yourself back to a healthy place. Mm. I remember when I was actually working out of my last relationship, um, my numbing feeling came from whenever my needs were being neglected mm -hmm. and I acknowledge and I would I I'd say oh I'm used to it but I'd need something and they weren't there they weren't present even if it was just simply like I need someone on the couch to me just to give me comfort 
and they weren't able to provide it, I'd be like, that's okay, I'm used to it. And I just numb that feeling of, oh, my needs aren't being met and that's okay. So that was something I had to work through to understand, no, if my needs aren't being met, I need to make that known to my partner that something needs to change because I'm unhappy. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, self-control is ultimately a choice. Mm -hmm. It's choosing to do what you should do even when you don't want to do it. And that's really hard. It is hard. Like going to class at 8 a.m. and you don't want to do it, but you know it's best for you. You have to. Eating, drinking that green smoothie. You might not like the taste of it, (laughs) but you know it feels good for your insides. But really, it's maybe not binge-watching Netflix for seven hours in a day. No, seven hours is much too much. (laughs) (laughs) It is thinking before you act and considering the consequence, the repercussions of your actions. I know it's something that you've probably heard from kindergarten through elementary, but it just all comes in circles as you grow and it it applies itself into new ways when we're grown-ups. We do hear it, but do we apply it? Mm. Mm -hmm. That's the question. Can we have too much self-control? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Research has shown that both self-control and self-indulgence can contribute to our happiness and success, but you have to have that balance. So Mm -hmm. people with a balanced mentality are able to experience pleasure without being distracted by the intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. So they do something and they enjoy it. They're happy with the decision they made. Yeah, so it's actually... Are you taking care of yourself and you're fully enjoying taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Or in the back of your head, you might be relaxing with a facial and a manicure and pedicure, but in the back of your head, are you saying, I got to pick up the kids, I got to do the groceries, I got to fix the stairwell? Like, what is in your mind when your actions are supposed to be relaxed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the key to understanding that both self-indulgence and self discipline is important, there are opposing urges that we should strive to balance. Having self-control is essential in enjoying indulgence. Exactly. So a suggestion for seeking balance in this mindset would be to use self-control to turn our attention away from the distracting thoughts. And two easy ways to do this are mindfulness and internal dialogue. Mm -hmm. So mindfulness is noticing the demands of self-discipline or self-control and gently turning out, tuning out attention back to the pleasure that we are trying to enjoy. So if it is simply you are taking a moment to breathe for yourself and taking a moment to acknowledge your breath, you're not thinking of the 10,000 to-do lists around you. You are simply just focusing and being mindful in the moment that you are. And mindfulness is more than just relaxation. It involves a great deal of self-control. So the more you practice, the more present you are to become in the moment. So when chaos and destruction happens in your household, if you're able to have self-control to have a peaceful moment it actually balances you out to be ready to tackle that chaos that's in your household yeah like we talked about usually when we're overindulging then it's because we're trying to distract ourselves we're trying Mm -hmm. to numb we're trying to get away from it so mindfulness brings you back to the present moment it grounds you Mm -hmm. and it makes you pay attention to okay what are the next steps that i need to take in a healthy way. Exactly. What is it that I need to do for myself right now? Mm -hmm. Before you do things for others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And the last thing that we also suggest is inner dialogue. So if a thought intrudes your fun, have a quick chat with it. Now we do acknowledge it might be uncomfortable, but have a chat with it, vocalize your wants to yourself, understand your inner thoughts as a conversation between the parts of yourself. And it even can boost your confidence and your self-control. And it does feel weird. Do you talk to yourself? Yeah. I do too. <laughs> I think that's totally normal. I think if you don't talk to yourself. That's abnormal. Yeah. My father actually would say when he would talk to himself, like walking around the house and being like, where's my pickaxe? Where's this? Where? And we're like, dad, why are you talking to yourself? And he would go without even missing a hitch. He'd say, I'm having an intellectual conversation <laughs> without even with missing a hitch. With my hit. own and damn so, self. And sometimes you need an intellectual conversation with just yourself. Yeah, and you can teach yourself things. You can realize things. Yeah, exactly. And for this, if it's if your brain is going crazy and you're having trying to enjoy the beach or being with friends and in the back of your mind it's telling you, "Hey, you have an assignment to complete." Have an internal dialogue with yourself and say, "Hey, you know what? I did a lot on that assignment or you know what? Mm -hmm. I still have time to complete I that assignment." Time. And the time doesn't run out. So you can take a moment to be with your friends and enjoy their company and feel grateful that you have friends and then you can go and have your time with your assignment. It also can help to build your confidence. So if you have that automatic internal dialogue that's, "Oh, you look so horrible in this. Oh, your face looks terrible." You can also use that internal dialogue to say, "Hey, don't talk to yourself mm. like that." Point out the things that you do like about yourself. Oh, your hair looks really nice. Oh, yeah. your body really looks great in what you're wearing. So you have to kind of fight back of those intrusive thoughts. I know. It's a weird thing inside your head just talking to yourself. But the more you do it, you're like, you know what? That I'm a smart person. Mm -hmm. You, you can, ch you can actually change your thought pattern so that when you look in the mirror, then you're not automatically criticizing yourself, mm -hmm. but you're actually complimenting yourself. And it's a nice feeling. Yeah. It's a nice feeling to compliment yourself. Be nice to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so finding balance can impact all areas of your life, including your enjoyment, how you find peace. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about shame and femininity. Stay tuned. Until, Until next time, time Divine, Divine Darlings. Darlings.